Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. I have a question for you. What is love? Now, I, I know you want to break into song. Chelsea's already breaking into song up here. She's like, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Right? We, we've got a choir out there. Good, good. You know, uh, we, we can use more up in the worship team, so if, if you're out there and you're ready to sing, you know, come and come let us know. We'd love to have you be a part um, of our worship team. But uh, what is love? Tell, tell your neighbor the, today, the title of today's message is, What is Love? What is love? What is love? And we're going to jump into John 21. Now, um, I, I, I didn't fully intend to have this message until yesterday. So yesterday, Chelsea and I were at a pastor's class um, and in uh, Long Beach, and, and uh, we were talking with some of our classmates, and, and they had us do an assignment where we were breaking down some of the Word of God, and, and uh, one, of the, one of my brothers brought up this scripture, and we started breaking into it, and on our way home, Chelsea and I were just like, man, this is where we are right now. This is where our heart's at, and this is what we needed to hear. And so I thought to myself, you know what? I need, to, I need to make this our message today. So we're going to have some fun today. Are you ready? Yes. All right. John chapter 21 verse 15 says, after breakfast. Come on, somebody. Who, where are my breakfast people at? Yes. Yep, yep. Chelsea will kill me if I don't give her breakfast. <laughs> Pray for me, you guys. It's, it's, a, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Verse 16, Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. In verse 17, a third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt that Jesus asked this question for a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything and you know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Verse 18, I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Verse 19, Jesus said this to him uh, to let him know what kind of death would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Verse 20, Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved. You know, we're reading the book of John when you read that, right? Because he, he refers to himself as that. I, I should just, I'm, you know, I'm the pastor in whom Jesus loved. That's, I, I'm, that's, that's the one I am. Don't get me confused with the pastor that Jesus had to correct and had to fix and had to work on. But Peter turned around and saw behind him the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during supper, just in case you weren't sure which one was John, and asked, Lord, who will betray you? And verse 21, Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Jesus replied, if I want him to remain until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. Verse 23, so the rumor spread among the community of believers that the disciple wouldn't die, but that isn't what Jesus said at all. He only said, if... I want him to remain alive until I return. What is that to you? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for your word that is there to help correct us, help guide us, help encourage us, help us to know you, to know your character, and to know your will. 
And so, God, as we get into your word today, Holy Spirit, I ask that you'd come into this place, soften our hearts, open our eyes, open our ears to know and see who you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Do I have some note takers out there today? Got some people taking notes? Good. Here's the first point this morning is I will love God with all that I am. Can we say that again together? I will love God with all that I am. You know, in this scripture, we have to, we have to look at the timeline of this scripture. We have to understand first that this scripture was post-resurrection. We just had Easter Sunday last Sunday. Did anybody enjoy Easter? Did you have a good Easter? Yeah? Yeah, you had a good Easter? Are you still coming out of that sugar coma? Easter sugar coma, but it's post-resurrection. So, so Jesus has already returned. He's, he's come back in glory, and, and he's talking to Simon Peter. He's talking to Peter, and he's checking in on his heart. Why do you think he's checking in on his heart? Well, a couple chapters earlier, Peter tells Jesus, I will go to the ends of the earth with you. I'll even die for you. And, he, and Jesus replies to him. He says, by the... By the Third crow, when the crow crows tomorrow morning, you will have denied me three times, sorry. The third day, I'm getting all kinds of Easter stuff messed up. But by the time the crow crows, you, or by the time the rooster crows, man, there's, you know what? That sunshine is good for you, I tell you. We've been in the dark too long, you know. By the time the rooster crows, then you will have denied me three times. Now Jesus is checking his heart. Because he's probably thinking to himself, oh, goodness, I didn't, I didn't keep my word. I didn't, say what I, was gonna, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Does anybody ever feel that way sometimes? When we come to church, we're like, oh, God, I know I told you if you just do this one thing for me, I would step out in faith. I'd go to Africa. I'd go to Estonia. I would, I would, I would give extra. I would do these things. And, and God blesses you. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot to do my part. Anybody with me? Come on, somebody. I, I don't have any humans in the church today. You know, as you're reading this scripture, it, it, can get, it can get a little bit convoluted. You know, when Jesus asks, do you love me? Now, there's, there's some things about the, the Greek and um, Hebrew that the words can say the same word in the English language, but mean something completely different. Is that, does everybody understand that? So when we're reading this scripture, we have to understand that when Jesus is saying, do you love me? He's using a specific word. It's, it's important to know what that word is because the word that Jesus is using is agape. Is it, somebody say agape. Oh my goodness, you guys are so learned. You sound so good. You're such good students, good disciples here today. Agape. Agape love is the type of love that is all-encompassing. It's, it's, it's all together. Everything. Everything that I am is for you, Jesus. And Jesus is asking Simon Peter, he's asking him, he says, do you love me like that with everything that you are? Everything that you have inside of you. He's asking, do you love me? And here's, the, here's the, what's funny about that. When Peter replies, he says, Lord, of course you know that I love you. Now, all of us go like, duh, right? I mean, it's, it's Peter, the guy that walked on water. Of course, he loves Jesus. But the word that Peter uses is a word phileo. Can you say phileo? Phileo. The word Peter uses, he says, I phileo you. I love you. But this, this word is where we get the same root word of Philadelphia. You remember, you know that city, Philadelphia? It's, it's this city of brotherly love. This is a different kind of love. That means, yeah, I love you. You know, like, I care about you. Like, like. You, you mean something to me, like a brother. 
Like, it's a little different, isn't it? You know, if, if your wife were to say, hey, do you love me like you love your brother? You'd be like, wait a minute. This is a little awkward, isn't it? Like, that's, that's not the kind of love that I'm expecting here, sir. I, I, I want that all-encompassing love. You know, the love that goes and gets me breakfast on time. Amen? Right? Like, so we, we got to understand this in this language. He's saying, yes, do you love me? And he says, yes, of course I love you. But he's saying, hey, do you love me with all that you are, with this agape love? And Peter's saying, I love you because I know you and I know I'm supposed to love you and, and it's kind of something that you're supposed to, I mean you're the savior of the world so I kind of, I kind of yeah, yeah I love you I love you Jesus, you know I love you why, why would you even ask that, like I'm here aren't I come on, does that sound like some of us sometimes, like you know I love you Lord I'm, I'm at church aren't I? I'm, I, I tuned in online for at least 20 minutes you know, I, you know I love you Lord, come on some of us would get caught in that, so Jesus asks him again the second time and in the same manner, he says, do you agape love me with everything that you are? And, and Peter says, you know everything. You know that I love you. Phileo. Phileo. And then the third time, this one will mess you up. Jesus finally says, do you actually even phileo love me? Because the third time, he doesn't say agape anymore. He's like, do you even actually phileo love me? And now Peter's upset. What? You're questioning me if I even love you as a brother because all of a sudden it's it's a whole different game right you've never read that scripture and thought all the way through that thinking like oh my gosh jesus agape agape phileo peter's like phileo 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 are you with me are you with me it's a whole different thing it kind of opens up the word a little bit are you with me today he uses phileo love he's almost asking do you even love me like a friend this is this is Jesus talking to Peter. I mean, I don't know about you, but Peter's one of my heroes. Peter's my hero for a few different reasons. Are you with me? Peter's my hero because he, like, did a lot of crazy stuff. But Peter's my, Peter's my hero also because he was an absolute moron. Are you with me? I love Peter because he gives me hope. Are you with me? When, like, every time I screw up and I do something stupid, I mean, it, half of this... I'm sorry, Judah. He's going to watch that one day and say, Dad, you can't say stupid. That's not okay. It's a bad word. But Peter did a lot of dumb things. And he gave us a lot of hope. Because Jesus also said, you'll be the rock in which I build my church. I call you Peter. I no, no longer call you Simon. I call you Peter, the rock in which I'll build my church. Here's point number two for my note takers. I will seek redemption and be renewed. I will seek redemption and be renewed. Do you think that there's anything that has to do with why he asked him three times, do you love me? Ever thought about that? It, could it be because he denied him three times, only two chapters before? And he's going through this process of redemption. Hey, I'm going to let you redeem yourself, Peter, like I do a lot of the times where I have to make you put your foot in your mouth. Peter, you said you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't deny me and you did it three times. Now I'm going to ask you if you love me three times and I want to see if that we can get this thing fixed are you with me some of us are are, are are going through that with Jesus right now in our own lives where we where we said Jesus if you'll do these things for me I'm coming I'm after it like choose me God I'll walk with you I'll be the crazy one that that goes and seeks you and does these things choose me Jesus and then he chooses you and somebody says that's dumb and you're like oh it is 
it's dumb to love Jesus? Oh, you mean it's weird to, to put Christian clothes on? Oh, uh, it, it's, it, oh man, you're so lame. You listen to that music, worship music. You're like, oh. And all of a sudden, we kind of start slipping back into our old self. Anybody with me? Come on. Are we feeling convicted today? I know, it's rough, it's rough. But here's the thing. Jesus knew. He knew where Peter was at. He knew where his head and his heart was at. Right? He knew what was going on with him. And he also knew that, Peter, when things get hard, you're going to choose to quit. And you're going to choose to give up. And you're going to choose to do the wrong thing because it's too hard. That's exactly what happened to Peter. When, when he's watching his, his, his Messiah, his Master, his Savior, the person he's supposed to be discipled by. You guys remember that message a few weeks ago? Uh, what is discipleship? Right? Remember what that word means? It means to be exactly like the teacher, to become and be just like the teacher. So he's being discipled by Jesus, but here goes Jesus, and he's getting beat up, and he's getting torn up, and, and, and somebody goes, hey, wait, you're, you're Peter. You're one of the followers of Jesus, aren't you? And he says, no, 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 you, you got it wrong. I, I don't know him. I don't know him. No, no, I've seen you before. I've seen you out there. Like you, You're a follower of Jesus. You're... No, no, I, I, don't, I don't know the man. Like, I, 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 you got the wrong guy. And the third time by, by the gentleman who, who, who was a family member of the guy who got his ear cut off. Are you with me? A family member of his says, no, wait a minute. I was out there in the field when you cut that ear off. You were with him. I know it. And Peter says, listen, you got the wrong guy. I don't know the man. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Crud. I did exactly what Jesus told me I wouldn't do. And it makes you think to when, when all those fish went onto his boat and Simon goes before Jesus and says, I'm a sinful man. I don't deserve to be around you. And all of a sudden, as he watched his Savior get beaten and he said, I would be there right next to you getting beat up right next to you. And now he's realizing maybe I'm just Simon. Simon. Maybe I'm just the same old Simon I've always been. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I am just that sinful man. See, I even let down, I let down my pastor. I let down, I let down my Messiah. I let down my rabbi. Does anybody feel me? Come on, somebody. Jesus knew. He knew. In verse, verse 18, let's go back in there. Verse 18. It says, I tell you the truth, when you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went whenever you wanted to go. But when you were old, you'll, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know what kind of death he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Now those words, follow me, is, is uh, in the Greek, it means be my disciple. Do what you said you would do. Follow me. I went and died. You were going to too. That's what he's saying to him right there. Now, to us, it just says, follow me. Like, like hey, yeah, yeah, follow me over here. We're going to go over to the tent and, and we're going to see what Christian Motorcycle Association is all about. No, he's not saying that. He's saying, follow me. Walk in my steps. You watched me walk out my faith. Now I'm asking you to do the same. This is the kind of death that's going to glorify God. And, and Simon goes, I love Simon Peter. I love this guy. Because what does he do? He goes, well, well, what about John? Like, what is he going to have to do? Like, 
It's got to be worse than me, right? I mean, like this, this guy. And Jesus responds. He's like, stop worrying about John. I'm talking about you. Now follow me. Now be my disciple. Now put your money where your mouth is. Are you with me? This is what he's saying to him. Now, I don't know if you caught this or not. I don't know if you caught this in the Scripture. But he's actually, I love the, the way Jesus actually addresses him. In verse 15, he said, Simon, son of John. Oh, he didn't call him Peter, did he? No, he knows him as Peter. I mean, even as we're reading it, it says, Peter replied. But no, he didn't. All three times he said, Simon. He's speaking to his old man. Why is he speaking to his old man? Because he knows that, that Peter is going to be weak. He knows that when things get tough, when things get uncomfortable, that Peter's going to want to retract and be afraid and go back into his old man of being Simon. And so he's speaking to Simon. Simon, do you love me? Do you agape love me? Will you go to the ends of the earth like you said that you would? Will you give up your life for my sake like you said that you would? Are you with me? Come on, somebody. I know, this is getting too deep. Is this okay today? Yeah? He says, Simon, will you be there? Jesus needs Peter to be in the right frame of mind because he knows what Peter's path holds. He knows what's in his future. He knows for one reason, he knows that, that Peter one day is going to get nervous around the Jews again. He's going he's to see all these Jewish guys going, hey, you shouldn't be hanging out with Gentiles. What are you, what are you doing? That's unclean. And he goes, oh, uh, well, I don't want to like, not fit in, so I'm going to go and hang out with, with the Jews, and I'm going to stop eating with the Gentiles. And, and then Paul's going to come and get in his face and tell him what's up. I mean, if you go and read that scripture, let's, you know, let's get in there. Let's read it together. Can we do it? Galatians 2, verse 11. Galatians 2, verse 11 says, But when Peter came to Antioch, he had to oppose him to his face. Somebody say, to his face. How many of us like somebody getting in our face? Hello. Hello. But when you're, when you're brothers in Christ, sometimes you've got to get in each other's face and just be real. Are you with me? For what he did was very wrong. Verse 12. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But afterward, when some friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. He was afraid of the criticism from, the, from these people who insisted on the necessity of circumcision. Verse 13. As a result, other Jewish believers followed Peter's hypocrisy. And even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. So Jesus is talking to Simon. He's talking to Peter. He's talking to his old man. He says, I know that when things get hard, you're going to do this again. You're going to go back to that same old place. This is not a place for phileo love right here. I need to know that I have your whole heart. Because I'm going to need your whole heart for what you're about to go through. Because if I don't have your whole heart, you'll forget about the Gentiles. And he did. This was later on. He did in Galatia. He did. He forgot about it. He, he forgot that what he was doing, what his mission was. Are you with me? And, and praise God for Peter. Peter. Peter gets himself aligned with what he's supposed to be doing. And, and I, I don't know if you relate to Peter at all, but I relate to Peter. 
There's so many times where I'm on fire for Jesus and ready to go and, and ready to step up. And then there's other times where I respond with fear. And I say, God, I just don't know. I know you told me this, but are you really in it? Or am I making it up in my head? Is anybody with me? Right? Does anybody struggle with those same thoughts? Listen, you are in good company. Peter's going to be the first one at the gate going like, bro. That's my man. Scared out of your wits, but you did crazy stuff for Jesus, didn't you? Are you with me? Jesus knew that Peter had a tendency to fold under pressure. Jesus knows that you and I have a tendency to fold under pressure. That's why he's got to talk to the old you and the new you and make sure you get, get you right. Now, I don't, I don't mean perfect. I don't mean perfect. You know, perfect, perfect in a biblical sense doesn't, doesn't mean without blemish. Perfect in a biblical sense means living for the purpose in which God called you to. And if you can learn how to live the purpose in which God called you to, then you're living that perfect life that God called you for. Amen? It doesn't mean you're a perfect human being. Come on. I, I, just, I just let you off the hook there. You don't have to be perfect. The pastor you're listening to right now is not perfect. Here's point number three for my note takers. I will allow God to redefine me. I will allow God to redefine me. <coughs> I mean, even being confronted by Jesus himself, Peter deflects, points at John. What about John? Peter asks, what about him, Lord? Verse 22, Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, Follow me. Somebody say, follow me. Follow me. As for you, follow me. In verse 19, when Jesus says, follow me, it's a word that says, akalatheo, meaning follow me as a disciple. Do as I do. You may or may not notice that that, that was that he would refer to him as Simon. But he's speaking to that old man. He's speaking to that old man in each of us, saying, don't go back to your old self. You know, the self that has a tendency to get overwhelmed and fold under pressure. The old self that goes back to your sinful nature. The old self that sees himself as unworthy of the calling that God has for his life. Jesus is telling Peter, the life I have planned ahead of you you're going to have two opportunities. You're going to have the opportunity to either deny me again, just like he did to those Gentiles. You'll have the opportunity to deny me again, or you'll have the opportunity to de deny yourself. And that's what he's talking to right there. When he says, Simon, do you love me? Do you agape me? I'm, I want to know, do I have all of you? Or do I just have a part of you? Do I just have you on an hour and a half on Sundays? Do I have all of you? Or do I just have you as long as your bank account has black numbers in it instead of red numbers? Do I have all of you? Are you with me? Because he wants to know, do I have all of you? Because I have this plan and it's going to require that I have all of you. If I only have you as like, yeah, 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 I, I love you, Jesus. Yeah, you know, I love Jesus. I go to church. You know, I love Jesus. No. Do I have all of you? 
Because what I have, the calling for your life is going to require more. You can come up, worship team. Come on up here, guys. It's going to require more. I know for some of us, we're probably feeling that too. Man, what does that more look like? I'm a little scared of what more looks like sometimes. Is anybody with me? You start, saying, start giving God permission to move in your life, and, and then he starts to define what more looks like. You, you mean I, I got I to join this motorcycle ministry and go and, and minister to bikers who are, who are all tatted up and scary looking and drinking and doing all these? You, this is what you're calling me to do? You're calling me to go into Hemet where, where people are, are not what, you know, it's not the same culture that I'm from. You want me to go into a place like that and start reaching people who are on meth and dealing with these things? God, what are you asking me to do? He's saying, do you agape love me? Because if you do, I have a calling for your life that's so much bigger than the things that you're selling for right now. How many of God's dreams go to the grave and never happen and have to be passed on to somebody else? How many? The Word says that He'll look to and fro to see if there's anybody that has faith. Anybody. Will I find faith when I go and look for it? My question for each of us is what is love? What kind of love is it? Is it a casual, brotherly, like, I love you, man. Okay, then give me your house. I don't love you that much. Give me your bike. I love you. I don't love you that much. Come on, you can have my house, but you can't have my bike. Are you with me? So That brotherly love. But when Jesus says, give me your whole life, I want all of it. And I got to hang out with our youth this week as we were going through The Chosen. And, and we were talking about, we went, we went through the episode where, where Jesus calls Matthew and he, and he, and he, and he calls um, Nicodemus. He calls both of these men. Nicodemus, I, I'm not sure. Like I got a, I got a lot going on in my life. I'd have to give it all up for that. And I'm just let me, let me think about it. Classic Christian. Let me pray about it. I know you're Jesus and all, but let me pray about it. Come on, when God calls you and you say, "Let me pray about it," He said, "I already prayed for you. I already figured it out for you. I wouldn't have called you if I didn't know you were supposed to do this. Are you with me? Come on. When that, when that thing entered into your heart that says it's time to go, it's time to get up, hey, hey, go and give that person $50 because I told you to. Come on. I, I was hearing stories about people reaching out to people at Walmart. Hey, hey, go and talk to that guy. He's going to be a part of what we're doing here. Are you with me? He, you don't need to pray about it. When God told you to do it, you just do it. Are you with me? Do you love me? Do you agape love me? Or do you only phileo love me? I love you, Lord. I love you with all that I am. I'm going to allow you to redefine me. I once was Simon, but you have called me Peter, the rock in which you'll build your church. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California 
every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.